Welcome to Volunteer Connection, a podcast for Girl Scout volunteers, parents, and Girl Scouts of all ages. I'm your host, Sarah, coming to you from sunny Arizona. This is the first ever podcast of its kind. We're bringing you interviews with Girl Scout volunteers from across the country and even the world. Conversations with high achieving girls who set big goals and crush them. And panel discussions and debates about the latest news and information related to girls and Girl Scouting. Welcome back to another episode of Girl Scout Volunteer Connection, the podcast. And uh, why don't you go ahead and give us an introduction? Um, Where are you from? How long have you been involved with Girl Scouts and in what capacity and what council are you? Um, So I'm Kimberly and I have been involved with Girl Scouts for, this is my second year. Um, I was a volunteer uh, last year for a different troop and then decided to um, start a new troop in this Girl Scout year. Um, uh, We are uh, Girl Scouts of Northeast Ohio is our council. And uh, I lead a group of third grade brownies. And how many girls are in your troop? 12. And um, I have an amazing co-leader who, you know, we we do it together, so. Were you a Girl Scout as a child or growing up and for how long? So I have very, very vague memories um, of being a brownie, Um, but I, I grew up with a with a mother who was ill a lot of the time, and so I think it was maybe a kind of thing where like we joined, but I wasn't able to attend very many things, uh, which was routine in, in my house. Um, so I really don't have any Girl Scout memories as a kid. So what made you decide to get involved as a volunteer first to to step into a little bit of a support role with the previous troop, and then to branch off and make your own troop? So. In terms of like supporting the troop last year, um, I just, you know, wanted to be involved in any way I could, Um, whether it be, you know, coming to the meetings and, you know, just being a helper or attending camp. Um, We did camp last year and um, my daughter really wanted me to go with her. (laughs) So um, that was a big reason for me volunteering. And, you know, Girl Scouts has always been something that I, you know, was interested in. So being a volunteer is just comes natural to me. Um, And then in terms of um, becoming a troop leader, you know, I found through my experiences last year that I was really looking for a more active troop where the girls were doing more and they were more involved in what they were working toward. Um, And so I felt like you know, after I got home from Girl Scout camp last, uh, last spring, um, I bought the brownie book, which is amazing. If you, if you, if you have a Girl Scout and brownies or, um, you know, I highly recommend it. It's, it's an amazing, uh, book and started looking through what the girls, um, could be doing and really got passionate about, um, about doing more and figuring out how to do that. And so I met with our service unit leader who was, um, who's incredible, a huge support system. And she recommended that, you know, I start my own troop. 
What is the motivating factor to continue to come back and stay a Girl Scout volunteer, hopefully long-term? Well, that is definitely something I considered. Um, when you say long-term, you know, when I decided to do it, I thought I'm only doing this, right? If I can, if I can be with these girls for as long as they want to be Girl Scouts. So I, whether it's a year or, you know, let's see, I guess it would be 13. I'm trying, no, 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 I'm not 13. I can't do math all of a sudden. Um, you know, I want to, you know, if, if, if one or 10 of them want to stay in until they're seniors in high school, like I'm going to be their troop leader. And so, um, I think one of the things that keeps me coming back is, is my daughter is in my troop and she really loves Girl Scouts and gets a lot out of it. And so I, I, I do it for her, of course, but, um, I think it's just about growing the, you know, helping to grow and build the next generation of leaders um, is really, uh, it's very motivating for me. What is one of your proudest moments as a Girl Scout volunteer so far? So I thought about this question a lot because I'm new, you know, to Girl Scouts. I, um, you know, one of the reasons I was interested in being interviewed uh, is because as a new leader, I feel like, and I don't know what your experience was here, but I feel like um, there's a lot of information, but it's hard to know where to start. Um, and I thought, well, if another person who's thinking about leading a troop, you know, can hear, you know, a few things from me, like maybe it will help them. Um, so, you know, I'm still building my Girl Scout experience um, collection, if you will, but I think the proudest moments I've had thus far are like the excitement I see in my girls. You know, I have, you know, one of our, um, one of the jobs that the girls do every week is attendance leader. Here's an attendance leader. And, um, on one of the attendance charts, one of the girls wrote, you know, you're the best. Um, and, and another meeting that we had recently, I gave them all books. Um, little journals and then one of them came over to me and showed it to me and, and on the first page of it she wrote I love Girl Scouts um and I thought you know like I can't ask for more than this like if they love Girl Scouts then I must be doing we must we must be doing something right um another thing I think is really cool is one of our third graders um has an older sister um, who is in seventh grade and who started helping out at our meetings. And she, she is falling in love with Girl Scouts herself and thinking about joining a troop of her own. And um, I just think that's very cool. So was there a decision involved on that note um, to be a single level troop? <clears throat> is that just kind of standard in your area or did you specifically seek out to be because all your girls are in the same grade, correct? Actually, I have one. Uh, we we have one second grader. Um, so I so I we did make the decision early on to be single level. Most of the troops in our service unit are single level. Um, but as a new leader, I, I have a very Type A personality. So as a as a new leader, and and, and my co leader and I talked about this quite a lot. You know, we're both. Um, we both, you know, want to do things well and do things, you know, uh, right. And thought, you know, and we both work full time um, with pretty demanding jobs, actually. And so 
you know, it's like, how can we set ourselves up for success, right? And setting ourselves up for success is really, is really in essence, setting the girls up for success. And so um, taking on, you know, 12 girls is not a small thing. Um, and then if the idea of like having to do daisies, brownies, juniors, you know, uh, just felt a little overwhelming. And so the plan was to be all third grade. And then I did have a mom come, come to me and say, you know, I work full time. Um, I have a third grader and a second grader and, um, really, you know, I can't put my second grader in another troop. I just, I can't like, I just, you know, can't manage it with my work schedule, you know, could she please be in yours? And I said, absolutely. You did. That's not a problem this year because she's, she's a brownie. Right. But next year when we bridge to juniors, she will need to transfer to the troop that is in her age level because we are not prepared to become a multi-level troop. How did that mom react to the idea of switch her switching troops next year? Or is it kind of across the bridge when you get there? She was very receptive to it. Um, and actually the truth that she would be transitioning to is um, led by our service unit leader. And who, like I said, who's amazing. So I know she'll be in excellent hands um, with, uh, with, with the service unit leader when that time comes. I think, you know, us leading our troop is, is it's, it's fun. It's wonderful. We love it. Um, but there are, there are challenges and it's time consuming and, um, I think all of you that lead multi-level troops are like goddesses. Like, I like how could like, you're just like heroes to me. Like, it just seems like so uh, unattainable. And I, I know it is attainable, but it's just, it's wild. What has been the biggest challenge for you so far as a troop leader? So this is another one. This is another question I really thought a lot about. I think the two things that I struggle with, um, it, you know, are, um, not making the meetings feel like school. Um, you know, I don't think that we do make them like school, but I'm very, you know, um, you know, cause depending on what badge you're working on, um, or what you're working towards, you're teaching them, you know, <laughs> you're teaching them. Um, and, we try and make sure that, you know, we've, we certainly follow the badge books and the, um, the requirements, but, um, when we're, when we're talking through the different things, um, I'm just, you know, mindful to try to make it not seem like school. Um, and then another challenge I think is, and I think this is maybe being new, so I'd love to hear your feedback, (laughs) um, is how to, how to know, how much to communicate with parents, like how much do they want to know about what we're doing, you know, in the meetings to like walk that balance of like giving them enough information, but not having them feel overwhelmed. Like, God, here's another Girl Scout post. <laughs> yeah. And we use bands, which I really love. I've been um, hearing was- good things about that. I wasn't sure I was going to like it, but the more I use it, the more I love it. And, um, you can see, you know, who reads your posts, which is helpful. <laughs> um, and there've been a, you know, there've been a couple of times where I, we've had to send out emails to people saying like, check band, otherwise you're going to miss out on things. Cause you know, one of the great things about it is you can post polls and you know, while the availability of myself and the co-leader are paramount to doing things, if, and when we can poll parents about dates 
that work for them versus dates that don't, you know, we like to do that. Um, and so that's, it's, you know, a great tool that you can use there and I'm happy with it so far. And uh, according to our most recent parent meeting, the parents are also happy with it so far. So we'll see, we'll see how it goes. So that's great. I have not even honestly looked into it at all. I got like Facebook ads for it a couple of times and then I've heard people talk about it on the internet as being a good resource. Is that something that the families in your troop are using for any other organizations or they downloaded it specifically for Girl Scouts? And what besides polls and like announcements, how, what, how does it work? What else is in there? So um, those are all great questions because one of the things that my that the parents have said that they really like about it is that it's a one it's, it's their one stop shop for Girl Scouts, right? Because they don't use it for anything else. And so, um, you know, uh, if, if they need to know or need to look at something for Girl Scouts, it, they know exactly where to go. They go to bands. Um, so the other things you can do in it are you can uh, create events. So all of our events, all of our, every meeting that we do, every troop outing that we do is right there. And you can set reminders. You can set a reminder for the day before, the week before. Um, it's wonderful. And let's see what else can you, you can post pictures. So like every time we have, um, every time we have pictures, which is, I wish every meeting, but it's not, um, you know, but if we do something special and have pictures from something, then we can post them in there. Um, I know I'm forgetting something else that we can do in there that I really like, but, oh, you can attach files. So that all sounds really good. Um, how does the notification work? Like, do you have to open the app to see the notifications or do the notifications come to they your will phone? Push, they will push to your phone. Um, and the other thing I like about Band is you can access it, um, you know, you, via the app on your phone or you can access it on your computer um, as well. So That was my next I, question. So that's a, nice, that's a nice feature that I really like because – when I'm posting in there, if I have my laptop handy, I would much rather be posting from my laptop than my phone. Yeah, especially if you're doing uploading files or downloading files or something like that. For so sure. can the parents upload files also? So if you like upload mm -hmm. permission slips, they can download it, sign it and upload it back in. That's right. That's awesome. That's oh, really oh. cool. And there's a chat function. So you can chat with multiple members, multiple members on band. You can chat, you can privately chat with one another. Um, so if somebody misses a post, if I, if I see that they haven't read the post, I can like ping them and say, Hey, I see you haven't voted yet on the poll. <laughs> Please vote. Um, that's, awesome. that's nice. And can everyone in the organization can they all upload photos as well so like if you have chaperones and stuff at an event does everybody put their photos in yes that's cool and are photos organized in like albums or anything mm -hmm. like that yeah we have them all right now they're all organized by album and the albums are basically organized by an events um you know whether it be a troop meeting or an outing that we've gone on that is really cool. That seems like it would be super helpful. So you sometimes have to resort to emailing if somebody is not necessarily checking band um, and you know that they've missed something. But other than that, are you doing any other method of communication outside of band or is it all in there? 
It's mostly there. Um, you know, obviously as, as a, as a troop co-leader, you know, um, and, and a number of, well, several of the members of our troop live in uh, my neighborhood. Um, and so, you know, occasionally a mom will text me and say like, I can, you know, drop my daughter off at Girl Scouts, but can you bring her home? Those kind of things like gotcha. we'll, do via, we'll, we'll do via text message. Um, but it's mostly through band. Let's get back to the fun stuff that you do. <laughs> um, what is one of the coolest or most fun adventures or experiences that you've gotten to do with your team? So uh, just a couple of days ago, uh, we took a field trip, if you will, to Target. <laughs> um, and um, we worked on our the money manager badge, um, which my daughter uh, made a huge pitch for at um, at our the first meeting where we voted, where they voted on what badges the next three badges they want to work on. Uh, my daughter got up in front of the troop and did a whole speech about why the money manager badge was something cool and why we should work on it. And so that was one of the ones they voted on. And within the money manager badge. Um, two of the activities the girls need to do is um, shop on a budget. They need to shop for groceries on a budget and they need to shop for clothes on a budget. And so we uh, gathered up enough adult volunteers to split the troop into four groups of three. And we had our troop meeting at Target, and, you know, for about half the meeting, you know, two of the groups did groceries and while the other two did clothes shopping and then we switched and it was just a ton of fun and they got to, you know, have a lot of fun while developing a good life skill. And it was very cool. Okay. What's one of the craziest or silliest memories with your troop? I would say this, the, the craziest um, is, uh, so we decided that for our first badge, um, so, so my co-leader and I talked about this at the beginning and decided that we, we, you know, we really believe in the Girl Scout philosophy of girl-led. And so in ev almost everything that we do, we want the girls to have a decision in. And so, um, but, but we also struggled at the very beginning because um, we, you know, before you could have them voting on things, it's like, what do we do for the first few meetings? And so what we decided um, is to, uh, and I'm sorry, this is a long-winded answer to your question, but for the first couple of meetings, we decided to focus on the Girl Scout Way badge and the Making Friends badge, you know, to give them a good foundation, give them a couple of badges they could earn before they voted on, on what they were going to earn. So for Girl Scout Way, um, we decided to do, so we meet at the, we meet at the Joann's in our, in our community and we decided to do a scavenger hunt, um, about, uh, Juliet Gordon Lowe and, uh, it was bananas. It was, oh, chaos ensued quickly. <laughs> you know, we put the girls in groups just like Target and uh, although they were, they were, managed very well at Target. Whereas it, for the scavenger hunt, even though I told them like, there's no time limit, there's no prize at the end for winning, stay with your group. They just scattered to the four winds. So it was, they had a ton of fun, but as, as the co-leaders and like the adults we had there, it was like, it was a little, it was a little intense. <laughs> And they keep asking, they're like, when are we doing our next scavenger hunt? And like, I'm like, well, maybe at camp. And in my head, I'm like, never, we're never doing another one. Exactly. We Which have, I'm kidding. Of course um, we'll do another one. I mean, yeah, totally. Yeah, but 
We did a white elephant last year at our, like, last December meeting, and um, it was awful. I mean, the girls, I think just the idea of stealing, like, everyone was salty. There were, like, maybe two girls that were super psyched, and then everybody else was just grumpy about what they got, and they were all trying to trade and blah, blah. And we walked away from that going never again. And it's so funny because this year we planned a different gift oriented activity. We did like the saran wrap ball game that has like all the gifts throughout it. And you have to race to unwrap it. Do you know what I'm talking about? I don't, but that sounds amazing. <laughs> okay. It's, it's, it was so fun. Um, so But it's so funny because they didn't know that that was the game gift game we were going to do. And they said, are we doing that white elephant game again where you can steal? And we were like, no. And they were like, why? It was so fun. Everybody begged, <laughs> begged, begged. Can we please do it that way? And I was like, you have such selective memory. Everyone left unhappy. Like, I don't, but I guess they enjoyed the game part. It's just to me, like, I remembered that it didn't go the way I planned it. And so... To me, I was like, we're never doing that again. But they, apparently they loved it. Who knew? <laughs> that is awesome. Yeah, you never know. You never know what stays with them and what they like. Yeah. And... yeah. So. <clears throat> okay, so girls is not just to help girls grow. It's for adults to grow too. What is one way you've been impacted or changed through the experience of volunteering for Girl Scout? Thinking about this question, um, I kept coming back to to something I did last summer. And I don't know if every council does this because again, I'm new and I'm learning. Um, but our council um, does something called ALE. Uh, it stands for Adult Learning Experience. And they put on a camp um, in this past summer, it was in August. And it is a four day long um, series of workshops. Um, for adults, for troop leaders, for volunteers to come and, you know, broaden your horizons, broaden your skill set. And as a, as a new leader, I knew I had to go. And what I didn't know at the time was that, that, and I should have thought of this, but like you can stay overnight, right? You can come and as an adult and camp out for me for four days. Um, but I was only able to go during the day. But the, the, the experiences that I had during those workshops were in many ways life-changing. Life-changing because I was so more well-equipped to come back to the troop um, and as a, as a stronger leader. But just the, how quickly you, you, you bond with other Girl Scouts, you know, and I think of any, I think of any, any troop leader or any... Um, any adult volunteer as a Girl Scout, just like our, just like our, our girls are. Um, it was just a very, I just couldn't stop smiling. It was just such an empowering, supportive, fun place to be. Um, it was like being a Girl Scout camp and I was never a Girl Scout when I was a kid. So it was just wonderful. Okay. Definitely not every council does that. And it sounds so fun. So how many, like how many volunteers go? Tons. I, I couldn't even tell you the numbers. I mean, so, um, it starts on Wednesday evening and there's only one class on Wednesday evening, which is when I did my CPR training because of course you have to do that. And then starting Thursday, Friday, Saturday, um, they are 
um, I think there were workshops every hour or hour and a half. Um, I might be exaggerating a little bit and trying to like visualize the schedule in my mind. But I mean, I, there were days I took three workshops. Um, I know there was like an hour built in for lunch and an hour built in for snacks. Um, but there are probably seven to 10 attendees at every workshop that I attended. And there were probably 30 to 40 workshops throughout the entire weekend. Yeah. I mean, you get the schedule and you're like, oh my God, there's so many I want to take, but I have to like, I have to, I have to choose. <laughs> so you choose on the spot once you get there or do you have to choose when you register for the, you interview? choose when you register. <clears throat> runs the different workshops? Are they run by volunteers or staff or a mix? How do they so do some, are, some are run by volunteers. Some are run by, by staff. Um, and you know, one of the ones I attended, um, was like a little workshop on the think like a citizen scientist, um, uh, journey, but it was run by, um, one of the staff members for Girl Scouts of Northeast Ohio. And she was incredible. In fact, in, in like preparing for the podcast, I went and looked back through my stuff and, um, you know, one of the things I thought was so incredible again, to hear from her, um, to me as a new, you know, to me as a new troop leader was how to talk with the girls, you know, when you are in your meetings and you're working with them, you know, so to do things like op ask open-ended questions, right? Because you want them thinking and you want them to like feel like they're in a safe and supported space um, to avoid yes or no questions, to repeat answers so that the girls feel validated and like you hear these things and you're like, yeah, of course, but, but hearing it, hearing it just, you know, basically two months before starting our troop meetings was so incredibly helpful. So, um, I tried when I signed up for the workshops to keep my choices very varied. Um, so, you know, uh, I took the CPR class. I took, there was a class on badges. And again, as a new leader, I'm like, you know, I can look at the badge, you know, uh, the badge fold out that comes in the book. But, you know, uh, I want to know what I'm talking about when parents ask me about where badges go and all these things. And so that was a fun class. Um, there was a, this was amazing because again, not being a Girl Scout as a kid, there was a um, class called Silly Songs and two, um, two uh, young adult uh, Girl Scout volunteers who were clearly Girl Scouts. I mean, they, you could tell by them talking about their shared experiences, um, just taught all of us a bunch of Girl Scout songs, which is so helpful to me as somebody who was like not a Girl Scout. Um, and it was tons of fun so what are some of your favorite songs um have you taken any of those songs back to your troop now and if so which ones are they you don't have to so, sing <laughs> um i knew you were gonna ask so i also pulled the songbook out so i could refresh my memory because we haven't you know we've only been meeting for a couple of months now we started in october because that's when we were allowed to start meeting and you know so we've we've had not eight meetings no six meetings. Um, so we did do songs as a part of the, um, making friends badge. I think it was. Um, so we, I taught them make new friends and the brownie smile song. 
Uh, but some of my favorites are, are like some of the more silly songs that I learned at camp, which I look forward to teaching when we go to camp in the spring. So like there's going to Kentucky, which we must have sung during the silly songs workshop. We must have sung it for 10 or 15 minutes. It was just, we did not want to stop. And then. I don't know that one. I'm going to have to look it up. Oh my gosh. It's so much fun. And then, um, one that I have found that many of my girls know, um, is, oh my gosh, I'm blanking on the name down on the banks. Um, which is so much fun. It's like, it's got, it's a song in itself, but like, it also has like a bunch of, uh, you know, clapping each other's hands and it's a game in terms of like, you know, if you're the last one whose hand is left when the song ends, then you're out and then the group gets smaller and you keep going. So, um, I think those, those would be my two favorites. So is that, um, ALE, uh, a thing that you, plan to attend again this summer? I literally cannot wait. And I, I told, I told my friends, I told my husband, uh, who's incredibly supportive and one of our volunteers. Um, I, I'm definitely staying overnight this time now that I know it's a, an option and how much fun I had just being there during the day. I, I literally can't wait. <laughs> so as for camping with your troop or doing overnights with your troop, do you have plans or intentions for what that is going to look like? Uh, yes, because um, our service unit, and again, I don't know how other service units or whatever work, but our service unit um, hosts a, a, a camp out every spring. And so we will be going camping with our service unit in April. Um, and it'll be our troops first camping experience. A few of the members of our troop were Girl Scouts last year. Um, and so they've camped before. Um, oh, good. But, um, but yeah, we'll be camping in April and it's going to be exciting. And the service unit, you know, plans different things throughout the day um, to, you know, keep the girls busy and, 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 and entertained and enjoying themselves. But uh, the co- my co-leader and I have talked about, you know, ways that we can incorporate badge work so they can earn some outdoor badges while we're there. And what, so some of your girls went camping with Girl Scouts last year. Um, what other like progression, if you've thought about it, cause April's still a ways away, but what other ways do you intend to prepare your entire troop to be ready for a weekend camping experience? You know, I, I've given that a lot of thought. I've, you know, one of the things I've seen posted about a lot on Facebook is doing like sleepovers, um, in preparation for camp. Uh, so I've thought we've thought about doing something like that. Uh, we don't have it planned yet. Our troop is actually hosting World Thinking Day in February for our service unit. So as soon as we get through that, that is ambitious. I know, right? <laughs> the other thing that I was thinking of that I wanted to ask you about as a new troop leader is so um, I'm assuming that you're coming up on cookie season. So how are you feeling about that? So you supported your troop last year. So it's not like you're brand new to cookies, right? not brand new to cookies. And luckily, um, the, the, we have a, we have a cookie manager. Um, one of the moms stepped up to be the cookie manager and she also was, um, with the, with the previous troop last year. And so she's not new to it either. 
She's also very organized and very on top of it. So, you know, she came to the meeting on Wednesday and, you know, to hand out all the cookie packets to the parents and have them, you know, sign their financial responsibility forms, all the, all the good stuff. And she came and she, she brought the, the cookie manager book with her. And I saw it and I was like, Whoa, that looks awesome. She's like, yeah, I read the whole thing already. I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. I bet she did. (laughs) She is way on top of it. And, um, you know, we're friends. And so I've just told her like any support you need. And the co-leader of course is very supportive as well. And so I feel like, I feel like we're going to be okay. And the girls are all very excited about it. Have you talked with your girls about troop goals or anything like that? Do you have goals set? We have talked with them, but more generally, um, you know, eight of the 12 girls are new to Girl Scouts, so new to cookies. And we've also been very busy with badge work um, for our, for the meetings that we've had. And so um, you know, what I said to them on Wednesday, this past Wednesday, cause we won't see each other again until cookie season is, you know, in full swing is, um, you know, think about your goal. You know, many of them, we had a cookie rally, our service unit put on a cookie rally in December and if several of the girls came there and they filled out a little form that said what their personal goal was. And then as a part of the money manager badge, we had them talk through, you know, one of the reasons the money manager badge is good to work through is because like the troop is about to earn a bunch of money through cookie sales and we need to figure out how to spend it. So, um, what we had, you know, the girls like talk through all of the ideas that they have for how to spend their money or save it or donate it. And they came up with like 40 ideas. So, <laughs> Um, you know, it's, it was good to have them brainstorm though. And as we get, as we get our cookie money in the spring and, you know, we'll, we'll start to make firm decisions about how to spend it. Um, but we haven't set like a troop goal. Like the troop goal is, you know, 4,000 or anything like that. Cause they're, I think they're just too new. They, eight of them have no idea if they'll sell 10 boxes or 1200. So yeah, that'll definitely. So what have you done for funding the first six or eight meetings that you've had so far? Um, Did you do troop dues? Did you do fall product? Did, um, do you have parents paying for things out of pocket or have you been able to stay pretty costs free? So I'm glad to have you ask this because, you know, it was definitely something that we, that we went back and forth on, but we did, we decided as a new troop, we had to do troop dues and that that they had to be um you know enough to keep us funded through cookie season because we weren't allowed to do fall product because fall product starts in here starts in september and we weren't even, even allowed to start meeting until october as a new troop so i was like i am not going to come to the first meeting in october and be like here go sell this product like <laughs> i'm just not going to do that And so our service unit leader said, look, most new troops just opt out of fall product sales, but that means, you know, like your first fundraiser is cookies and you won't have your cookie money until May. So that is a long, long time. Um, And, you know, I met, we met with the parents early on um, um, 
to talk through the goals of the troop. And, you know, the parents, just like the co-leader and I, want a very active troop. And so we decided on, you know, $100 in troop dues at least the first year. And we hope that our cookie sales are such that we don't have to do dues next year. If we do, it's very minimal. But we want, you know, the girls want to earn a lot of badges and journeys and do a lot of cool things. And so we felt like we needed to do that to have something to work out of. Okay, so what advice would you want to give other new troop leaders out there? Or um, maybe somebody is listening to this, you know, six months from now and they're looking at starting a troop in the fall. What advice do you have for future my initial piece of advice um, that I think of, and it's obviously through my perspective, because that's how we op- that's how we live in the world, is my big the big hurdle I had to get across um, in order to make the decision was, do I have time for this? Because you know, uh, because my daughter's in the troop, and obviously just because you know, I I want it to be as positive an experience for the the scouts as possible. I wanted to make sure that I had the time to do it and do it well. And with the with the full-time job that I have, which can be very intense at times, I was I really struggled with the decision on whether to do it or not and ultimately just decided, you know, <laughs> I don't know, sometimes I I this may sound a little morbid, but sometimes I think, you know, on my deathbed, am I going to look back at this decision and am I going to be happy about it or am I going to regret it? And I thought to myself, you know, I'm not going to regret this. I'm not going to regret making the time and space in my life for this. Um, And so if you feel like you've got the spark, the passion where you think I want to do this, do it, just do it. Just take the plunge there are a ton of resources out there to help you. Um, you don't even have to look very far to that to get you know to find them sometimes, and um, it, it'll be one of the most. It can be mo- be one of the most fulfilling experiences that you'll have. Um, so that would be my initial piece of advice. Um, I'd also encourage you. You know, one of the things I did was I, I really. I, I think I tried to reach far and wide for advice. And so, like I said, I first thing I did was I bought the brownie book just to sort of dive in and see what what is this all about. And then I started checking out the different Facebook groups that are out there, um, met with our service unit leader. Um, r- sort of randomly, I got connected with another troop leader um, who, who now has a troop of older girls, but I was like, Hey, can we meet for coffee? And like, I just pick your brain. And (laughs) it's like that old NBC thing. Like the more, you know, the more you grow kind of thing. Like the more I learned, the more I'm like, I got this. I can totally do this. Good advice. Do you have anything else that you particularly wanted to, to share or any other advice that you particularly wanted to give any resources you particularly wanted to share that we didn't already talk about? before we get off here? Um, I, I, I know it's been mentioned a few times on the podcast, but the Facebook groups are really phenomenal. Um, the Girl Scout Leader Chat is really helpful for brownies especially. There's a Brownie Leaders Facebook group, which I treasure. There's so many good ideas in there. Um, 
And I think what I find so exciting about them is that it allows me to see what other, you know, ideas the other troops use for badges that I might not think can be very interesting. <laughs> um, and that's always exciting to me. Um, so the, the Facebook groups are a, a huge resource. And, you know, I know every council is different, but Girl Scouts of Northeast Ohio is just really amazing. Um, you know, again, myself and my co-leader work full time. And while we put a lot of time and energy into our meetings, one of the things we try and do for our outings is we try to find uh, Girl Scouts of Northeast Ohio events that they put on um, that we can, that can be our outings. Um, one, I think it helps the, the Scouts see that there are, you know, other Girl Scouts like them and, you know, all over, which I think is empowering for them. And um, it en enables us to be part of programming that we wouldn't be able to do because we don't have the time and energy to put into it. Um, so it's another great resource for you if, you're, if your council, you know, does, a, does events like that. Find us online, www.girlscoutpodcast.com. We're on Facebook at facebook.com slash girlscoutpodcast. And even Instagram at girlscoutpodcast. Are you or is someone you know interested in being on the show? We'd love to have you. Go to our Facebook page to learn more about how. Facebook.com slash Girl Scout Podcast. This show and the entirety of its online presence is in no way affiliated with or endorsed by GSUSA. This podcast was completely created and developed by volunteers and girls. Don't forget to hit subscribe. We have a ton of great content coming soon.